It seems to me that we are living in an increasingly noisy world. So many sounds, so many words, so many messages competing for our attention. I'm going to tell you a story today about how someone communicated with whispers, <laughs> whispers that drowned out all the noise in the room. It's a great relationship lesson about listening to the whispers. But before I share this story, here's Carol. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Well, thank you, Carol. And yes, it's me, John Sertalic, here to help you find more joy in the relationships God designed for you. If you're new to the podcast, the easiest way to access all past and future episodes is to go to johnsertalic.com, and that's John with an H, and Sertalic with a C-E-R-T-A-L-I-C dot com. Then click on the follow or subscribe button on the home page. One of my favorite stories of our twin grandsons growing up is when Janet and I volunteered a couple of hours of our time at their grade school once every couple of months or so. We would go to their classroom and their teacher would have us help kids work on various tasks they were assigned. Unlike when we were in grade school where desks were arranged in straight rows, their classroom had groups of four desks facing each other to form a square. Janet and I would then go from group to group and help with any math, science, or reading assignments the kids were working on. All this while the teacher was working with her own larger reading group. The most memorable of these occasions happened when the boys were, I think, in second grade. We walked in one morning near the beginning of the school year and met their teacher for the first time. I, I thought she was an eighth grader. She was so small and looked so very young. But I immediately liked her. She signed us to our different groups of four students while she worked with her group. Well, on this particular day, Janet was off in one corner of the room with a group while I worked with another group. In mine, there was a boy struggling over something he didn't quite understand. He got so frustrated that he started crying. So I, I helped him figure out what it was he didn't get and he finally calmed down. I felt so bad for him, crying over this. You know, school can be so demoralizing for some kids. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of help to get over that. About this time, I noticed that the noise in the classroom began to increase. All these groups of four students working on things and talking with each other. They weren't goofing off, they were just talking as they did their work. But it was getting louder and louder. I then wondered how this diminutive young teacher was going to handle this situation. When I was a teacher, right out of college, I would have shouted out something like, Hey, it's getting too loud in here. I can't hear myself think. Dial it down a few notches, won't you? <laughs> well, she did just the opposite. It was fascinating to watch. 
when the noise started to get to her, too. She suddenly stopped with her reading group and stood up from her chair. Now, keep in mind, she wasn't that much taller than her students. I expected she was going to shout out something like I would have, but she didn't. Rather than talking louder than the kids, she spoke softer, almost in a whisper, asking the kids very politely to lower their voices. Hmm. I must admit I was skeptical. How are these kids going to quiet down with her speaking so softly? Then something amazing happened. Slowly, one child noticed the teacher talking, and that kid then asked the three other classmates in her group to quiet down. Shh, I I can't hear what she's saying. This soon spread around the room. Kids stopped talking so they could listen to the whispers of their teacher. My respect for the teacher grew even more. I wish I would have tried this technique when I was in her shoes years ago. And her whispers reminded me of one of my favorite passages in the Bible. It's the story of Elijah, who had just won a confrontation with the prophets of Baal. And he was physically and emotionally exhausted after this experience. God then shows up and asks Elijah a question. I'll read the question that begins the story in 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 9-15. through 15. It goes like this. God says, What are you doing here, Elijah? Elijah replied, I have zealously served the Lord God Almighty, but the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, torn down your altars, and killed every one of your prophets. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The story goes on, where God is speaking. He says, Go out and stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by, and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. Huh. You know, to get Elijah's attention, God, God wasn't in anything dramatic or noticeable. The fire, the earthquake, the windstorm. He didn't wow Elijah with his presence. God got Elijah's attention with a gentle whisper. Just like the grade school teacher of my twin grandsons. It's how God works a lot of times, through his gentle whisper. But it's hard for us to hear his whispers sometimes because of all the noise around us competing for our attention. I don't need to give you examples. You, you know what I'm talking about. 
They're the metaphorical windstorms, earthquakes, and fires that Elijah experienced. It's hard to hear the whispers of God through them, but we can if we try. Like the second graders who stopped talking so they could hear their soft-spoken teacher speak. Hmm. So, what, what does all of this mean for, for you? Well, a couple of thoughts come to mind about listening to the whispers of God. I'll start with noise. Get rid of it as best you can. Turn off the radio, the music. Turn off the TV. And dare I say, ooh, turn off the podcast. Ouch. <laughs> Build some measure of silence into your life. Create space for God to whisper to you. God is a gentleman and won't barge into your mind and heart if they're filled with things that distract you from him. Another thought I have about all this is, uh, I, I wonder if God, through his Holy Spirit, has already been whispering to you. Is he prompting you to take certain actions or to think a particular thought? Like saying something to encourage someone or deciding to forgive that person that hurt you. Hmm. Finally, if you're not hearing anything from God, ask him to whisper something important to you that you need to hear. The whisper may come from a passage in the Bible, something you see in nature, or a thought from a friend. There's just no limit to God's creativity in communicating with us. Well, here's the main takeaway that I hope you remember from today's episode. The loud and dramatic get our attention. Most of it, though, is just noise. And it's not how God usually communicates with us. More often than not, he reaches out to us with whispers. Whispers from his Holy Spirit, from the Bible, and from people he prompts to act on our behalf. Good things happen when we listen to God's whispers. In closing, I'd love to hear any thoughts you have about today's episode. You can send them to me in an email to john at caringforothers or enter them in the leave a comment box at the bottom of the show notes. I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show enough to put into practice what you've just heard about listening to God's whispers. For when you do, it will help you experience the joy of relationships God desires for you. Because after all, you were made for this. That's it for today. If there's someone in your life you think might like to hear what you've just heard, please forward this episode on to them. The link is johnsertalic.com slash 179. Or better yet, scroll down to the bottom of the show notes for this episode and click on one of the options in the yellow Share This bar. And don't forget to spread a little relational sunshine around the people you meet this week. Spark some joy for them. And I'll see you again next time. Goodbye for now.